There is one job. Let's see the puck. No puck. Face to face. Direct commission. Deep pocket. Underworld. All I know is no chain code. Do you want the chit or not? Grief Karga said you were coming. What else did he say? He said you were the best in the Parsec. When one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. How can one be a coward if one chooses this way of life? Have you ever removed your helmet? No. Has it ever been removed by others? Never. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Let's uh, let's wrap this up and uh, drop the spoiler warnings because we've got some spoilers to talk about for the Mandalorian. Uh, red alert. This is your last chance before we go into spoilers about the next episode of the, or the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. So if you'd like to fast forward or just turn the podcast off now, here's your chance. All right. You you have been warned. So we we last talked uh, two issues ago about uh, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So that was episode one. We've had three episodes since then. Yeah, we didn't want to talk about The Mandalorian every show, though I think me and you could. <laughs> yeah. We could easily just spend the whole show talking about every episode of The Mandalorian. We, we decided to take a one-episode break of talking about Star Wars. That hurt. That it, was rough. It really did. It did. It hurt, it hurt. our souls a little bit it, it, it was an to not talk about Star yeah. Wars. So, uh, first off, Baby Yoda is no longer Baby Yoda. We have a name for Baby Yoda now. He has a name. Yes. And his name is Gorgu. Um, Grogu. It's weird. Grogu? Grogu. It's really strange. Uh, to, to Like, everybody's still going to call him Baby Yoda, though. Everybody yeah, is. Yeah, everybody is. But the big news is uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh, Rosario know, Dawson. Playing uh, Ahsoka. Oof. Now, the last couple of episodes, we got we got Katie Sockoff, yeah, which was great. Katie, we... Well, let's see. First episode was the, the Quake Dragon. Yep. Second yep. episode was uh, the... The spider creatures. I can't remember what the hell they were called, though. No, no, no. It wasn't the spider creatures. It was... But they're a part of old canon, too. No, though. no. It was the spider creatures. Yeah. Um, they were not part of old canon. They were based off original concept art for mm-hmm. Dagobah. And then in the role-playing games, they gave stats for them. They yeah. were a creature. I don't think they appeared canonically in anything until... No. The... No, wait. Uh, somebody said they were in Rebels. They yeah that makes sense. Well, there's a lot of like the little creature that was running around in the background. In the last episode was also right. rebels. You also had the the wolves that were running around in the background in one of the episodes as well. Right. So um, so episode two of this season. Well, no, because they're consecutively episode. So that was episode ten was the breakdown, and then he gets rescued by the New Republic starfighter guys. Mm-hmm. Then episode eleven was Bo Katan. Which, oh, everything about that episode. 
Everything about that episode was so amazing. Like that episode filled that one 40 ish minute episode filled me with more joy than almost the last three Star Wars movies. Every consecutive episode that we've been getting has been <clears throat> spot on. It's the way I was taught. Like, when, okay, so Ahsoka comes on, my, my wife, who has not watched any Rebels or any of the Clone Wars or any of that kind of stuff, and I've been telling her, yes, this, this character's coming, and we, all of us, all of the people that are in the deep nerd culture of Star Wars cannot wait for this character to arrive on the show. Now, she, she is the perfect choice for that character. I think Katie Sackhoff was too. Oh, God damn it, cat. For some reason, the cat just... I'm m- muted. I'm at my back? Okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you're back. Okay, um, so anyways. The cat's paw is magically drawn to the phantom power button on the mixer, and when there's no phantom power, the mics don't work. So anyways, back to where if you want to edit out. Katie Sackhoff, I think, was a great choice for that character as well. Now, did Katie Sackhoff voice that character in yeah, Rebels? Yeah, okay. in Rebels, she was the voice of that character. So, so that, it works perfectly. Yeah. So anyhow, that was good. Now, the problem is with Rosario Dawson, though I think she's a great fit for the character, I'm not sure I liked how she's playing the character. And I think part of it is is because I'm used to a younger Ahsoka. Right. Now, and now she's aged, so she would, of course, be more, more mature and act more mature. The other problem is I don't know if I could actually make that fair of an assessment because we only had her for a very limited time on the show, you know. And it was cool to see her communing with, you know, with the little baby Yoda, um, which name I've already forgot. Gor- or Grogu. Grogu. I just want to call it Groot. <laughs> Because you know that's what they're going for. I mean, even the last episode where where Baby Yoda threw up in the ship, you know, yeah. they've 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 said yes, we're doing callbacks to Baby Groot. Like Disney's got the whole baby strange creature thing down. They know how to pull those strings, mm-hmm. so they've definitely got that down. Um, the other thing, like that last episode before this new one, like you can tell that Disney now with Star Wars, especially, is saying, look. This is where we are with our technology being able to produce this show. They put a lot of eye candy into both of these episodes now, the last few. Oh, it, it's insane. You There isn't a whole... I mean, other than you're not getting the, like, super expansive wide shots that yeah. you'd... Like in Rise of the Skywalker, when you're on the cliffs and the camera pans and there's the wreckage of the Death Star yeah. on the planet that's not in. But I think they could do that now. I mean, these these TV shows are very, yeah. uh, very much a like, cinematic you're experience. Still, you're still getting the quality is almost movie-like. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the scene in, in episode 12 with Katie Stackoff where they take the freighter. Yeah. Like that. It's All of it's beautiful. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it's like... I mean, if this is, again, I've said it before, if this is where they're going with all of this stuff with Star Wars, keep doing it, you know? <laughs> but even, like, in this episode, they dropped Grand Admiral Thrawn. They oh. And I was like, oh, my, I, I told the wife, I'm like, you know what, I'll bet they're going to drop Thrawn. She's like, who's Thrawn? I'm like, blue-skinned guy, you wouldn't know who he is. Because I already had to stop and explain to her, all right, this is Ahsoka, she was... She was uh, she was Anakin's Padawan, and she's like, but she wasn't in the movies. I'm like, I know she wasn't in the movies. She was in the show, but they left her out of the movies because she was written later on and inserted into it. And I was like, this is one of the best Star Star Wars Star Trek. Oh my god, Star Wars characters that there is right now. You know, so everybody, all of us have been waiting for this for these characters and these story elements to be put in here. 
And this is one of the cool things that they're doing with with you know the Mandalorian is they're taking all of this stuff like for you're the same as me. For a long time, we didn't have Star Wars in the movies. We had to go out and buy the books and all of these you know the stories that told what happened after after Return of the Jedi right. because we didn't know when we were going to get these movies. So this was our only way to get Star Wars was to read these books like Heir to the Empire, uh, you know all of the Timothy Zahn stuff. And then when Disney bought it, they said, "Okay, all of that stuff is no longer canon. It's all wiped out." Yeah, they did. They and did I was butthurt. Wipe. Yeah, I was butthurt about. I was that really too. butthurt. So what they did is Favreau's come along and said, "You know what? I liked a lot of that stuff. Now that Lucas is back involved again, because Lucas signed off and all that old stuff, he's taking all of the best elements of a lot of that shit and they're reintroducing it and they're making it canon again and they're bringing it all back and they're doing it really, really well with the Mandalorian." So. Again, when we see Ahsoka on the screen, I'm like, oh, my God, there she is. We finally get live action Ahsoka. We mm. finally get this character. And she was a badass, as she should be. Right. And But they kept referring to her as a Jedi. But she's not a Jedi anymore. But, you know, I and uh, my buddy Denny was talking about that. I'm like, well, yeah, but they don't know. They don't know that she's not a Jedi. They know that she was a Jedi. Right. But, but she still is trained in the ways of the Force and all of these kinds of things. But, you know, I'm I'm now that I've seen her, I'm like, A, I hope she comes back more. And B, yeah, I'm ready for that series because there's a lot of unanswered questions and we know that she can handle the role. We know that she can play the character. You know, mm-hmm. she's got it down. She can act. So I'm just waiting for that because there's all this talk in the background. Like uh, they're talking about giving um, Katie Sackhoff her own show. There was also talk about giving the um, the the one chick, the uh, MMA fighter, whose name I already forgot right now. I can't remember. Oh, Cara Dune. Yeah, Cara Dune. They're talking about giving her her own show. So there's all this talk about... Now that the Mandalorian is such a success, there's all these different. You know, we know the Obi Wan Kenobi show is coming, obviously. Yeah, um, um, that's in stages of filming. Yes, um, and they've already got the sets for it there because that's all the all the stuff that they're using in the Mandalorian for Tatooine. That's one of the things that Disney's doing really well. They're doing a lot of stuff that can be recycled. Right. Like in this episode, did you notice that those things that they were standing under, like uh, when they were standing on the the on the ledge there and she's talking down to Ahsoka and like, mm-hmm. you've got two weeks. I'll be back in two days or something like that. That thing that they were standing under was the archway that was in the, uh, force awakens. And it was been used. That archway has been used in a couple of different things. So they're mm-hmm. very cleverly taking all of these different set pieces and they're reusing them in very clever ways to keep the budget down, but they're still making the show good. Right. You know, so that's, I'll give Disney that. So they're doing all these really clever things to keep the budget down to allow these shows to continue. Even their filming process is neat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, you know. It, see, what blows me away is just the, um, the level of, ta- excuse me. What blows me away is the level of talent they're getting for this show. Yeah. Well, it doesn't like, surprise me because everybody, even even with the Star Wars movies, everybody wants to be in Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know, in one way or another. So that doesn't surprise me either. They've got the budget for it. The The viewership is definitely there. Like, um, like, like. I told you in the in when we were Facebook messaging earlier today. It's like Michael Bean gets to die in another sci-fi yeah. franchise. Yes, and of course I responded with this is the way. This is the way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, again, I um I I'm having a really hard time finding fault with with this show. Oh yeah. Now, what is funny, and I won't go deep into this, is the amount of of backlash 
and crazy shit going on behind the scenes. Like there was that story, which was a bullshit story about how they're talking about canceling the show because oh, there's there is no way Disney Disney no, is not, not canceling, canceling the show. show. No, like no, even like the, the the one MMA fighter made some comments on Twitter or something like that. But the whole woke community, it's like every week there's a new woke thing trying to get Disney Star Wars off the air or something to do with Star Wars or, or no, you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, it's a lot of that is artificial. Artificial inflammatory hate. Yeah. To, Artificial outrage. Well, P.T. Barnum, no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah. Like, you, you have to realize that... Now, the guy for, playing the character I've got a little bit of beef with, but... So, the budget Disney is putting into this series for what is ostensibly a streaming series that they have no visual metric to, tra- to track the revenue of. Now, normally... If a series like this was on television, that show would be uh, judged by its ratings Correct. and how well it sold advertising. Because all cable and broadcast television exists to sell advertising space on it. This when, is exists to sell subscriptions to the service, though. Right. So, like, <clears throat> when, when the Sci-Fi Channel canceled The Expanse, they didn't cancel it because they were unhappy with the show. They canceled it because the production cost of it would, did not justify the amount of money they were making in ad revenues. So Disney can afford to make this show ostensibly with no return on investment other than just keeping people subscribed to, Di- to Disney+. Plus. This is one of the tentpole flagship properties of Disney Plus. Yeah, that's what happened when the first season of Mandalorian ended. Everybody dropped Disney Plus. Uh, I didn't because I, I, I didn't either. But I, I had paid for the whole year, yeah. so I got the I got the deal. I paid like sixty bucks for a whole year. But now it's a little bit different because as soon as the Mandalorian gets done, you've got the Marvel shows, you've got WandaVision yeah. coming along, followed by another one, followed by another one. So they've got stuff in the pipe now to keep to keep the gears rolling. Right, and Plus, and they've. They've been releasing new content on there, but it's mostly geared towards kids, so I don't care about it. Well, now, apparently, from what they're talking about, Disney had said from day one that Disney Disney Plus was going to be a very family-friendly yes. network. Now, they're talking about doing Disney 18 Plus. Yeah, so that's the, that's the thing, is Disney Plus has a hard limit of PG-13. Yeah. There will be nothing on Disney Plus that breaks the PG-13 rating. But Disney, especially now that they bought Fox or the Fox movie catalog, has a vast collection of R-rated movies that not just not just from Disney proper or Disney Studios, but from other studios that mm-hmm. they now own that they need to find a home for. And like Deadpool is Deadpool obviously is one of them. So by doing the Disney 18 Plus It'll still be part of the Disney network, but to be able to watch it, you have to put a password in right. for it to be able to work. Because now that Disney owns Fox, damn it, I want aliens on a streaming service. Mm-hmm. I just want Daredevil back. Yeah. And now that now the con now the, the thing is over with. The moratorium is over with. So now Disney has the right to use those characters again. I want Disney and I want the Punisher back. And I they... want Charlie Cox playing Daredevil. And he's willing oh, to do it. Yes, please. And the he guy who played so the Punisher good. is also willing to come back and play the Punisher. Um, Power Man and Iron Fist, I, I, I could give or take them. Uh, you know, I think the guy who played Luke Cage did a really good job. I think job. so, too. And I think the second season of Iron Fist wasn't that bad. Like, the best moments were when him and Luke Cage were 
you know, talking about hip hop right. and doing whatever they're doing. I was like, I want more of this. I want, I want Power Man and Iron Fist. And I don't think it got a fair shake. The first season of Iron Fist was horrible. The second season, much better. Yeah. But, you know, it's I, like, I think with better writing, they would have been okay. So I did see an article earlier this week where they were talking about they had just announced the writers for Deadpool 3. Yeah. So I'm Deadpool, a worried about that. I, I, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. I, the, it's two female writers. Their name didn't ring off any bells, but I'm terrible with names. So I don't mind that they're female writers, but what they where they came from writing-wise and what they wrote for before, it's not Deadpool-esque. But again, I will reserve judgment until it comes out. Maybe it'll be okay, you know? Yeah. Uh, Disney, most of the time, with the exceptions of a couple of movies, which they've retconned completely out of existence, uh, Iron Man 3, we'll go with that one. Um, <laughs> most of the time... The Iron Man that shall not be named. Yeah, let's, okay, let's let's take Robert Downey Jr. out of his suit of armor and then bring every possible suit of armor we can into the movie just to put it in. Anyways, we'll, we'll go into that another time. But Disney, for the most part, by and large, they, they, they don't want to mess up their cash cows. You no. know, they once something is working, they tend to like. This is why the Mandalorian is working because they're staying out of the way. They've got the right people in charge of it, and Disney's like, just make this work. And it oh is. my god! So I was watching that the the gallery, the the Mandalorian gallery show that's a, a company to it, where they were talking about the process of making it, and I didn't know one of the directors of the episodes was Bryce Howard, and then I'm looking at her. And she's talking, and I know she was. She's been in movies. She's a face I recognize, but she starts telling the story about the first time she met George Lucas, being like five years old in a meeting with her dad. And then it just finally hit me that wait a minute, Bryce, how she's Ron Howard's daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, the ginger should have given it away. Wow, that that's like. Cinema royalty right there. Well, the other thing is making it work is the people that they have manning the helm now, they're genuine Star Wars fans that have a huge amount of respect for it. Yeah. Like even Abrams, Abrams is a huge Star Wars fan and left to his own devices without having the interference that he had. I think Abrams probably would have made some good Star Wars movies. Yeah. But people came in and said, nope, change this, change that, blah, 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 blah. You know, and he that's why he didn't want to go back and do the last one, but he yeah. did. And, and I've said this before. I think this is the direction we're going to see Star Wars going. I think so, too. I think it could be a long time before we see another Star Wars movie because I just don't think... Um, I don't think Disney looks at it as a good investment. I don't think they look at, like, okay, yeah, we made those movies and they made us a bunch of money, but it was this long process. It was We had to pay out a lot of money to make them, whereas with these shows... We can make them on a. I disagree. An order of magnitude lower budget, and they are just as popular as the movies. I disagree. I think they're going to, and I think with all the COVID stuff and everything going right now, this gives them an opportunity to take all this technology and perfect it through the TV shows. So, and when the next series of movies comes along, they're going to be taking place in different time periods, different stories, which is what I want. You know, I want to see. That's why I like The Mandalorian so much. It's def- it's Star Wars. It's in the Star Wars world. It's got just enough of the stuff that I want from Star Wars in it, but it doesn't have all the baggage of what came before it. So <laughs> It's got just enough member berries for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, it's done properly. But what they're going to do is they're going to use these TV shows to A, polish off the technology, learn how to do it on a better budget. So when the movies come out, they'll have a much better grasp of how to do a movie. And at the same time, they have a cheaper platform to be able to keep this, the Star Wars franchise going, introduce new concepts, do different things. So when the movies do come out, I think they'll be that much better. But right now, with COVID and everything being the way that it, everything's a year off, and all the movie productions are everything, all everything's oh, been yeah, yeah. derailed. Well, and, and so that, now that, that's another thing we have to talk about is the fact that movies have just not existed for almost a year. Yeah, like yeah, stuff's been coming to streaming, but there's still a lot of properties of movies that are completed and we're waiting to go to theaters. And well, Black Widow is one of them, yeah. you know, a big one. Hollywood's just sitting on them. They're like, crap, what are we going to do? What are we going to mm -hmm. do? And they've been waiting and waiting, and now they're to a point where they've got to figure out something to do well, with it. Well, not really, because really if you look at things, I think, I think within six or seven months, now that the vaccines are coming, that things, I think within a year... Six months to a year, seven months to a year, things are going to be back to normal again. Well, I mean, things may be back to normal, but that doesn't mean people are going to go back to their same behaviors. Like, is there is a danger that people aren't just going to want to go back to the movies. People, I think they will. People are a, a significant amount of people would rather watch movies at home than go out to the movie theater. See, and, and when, like, Black Widow, when they were going to have it come out... It was going to cost, I think, like an extra 30 bucks to buy it. Yeah. And it's like, man. that's You could buy a DVD for cheaper than that if it was released to DVD, you know? Yeah, yeah, but I don't really care. If it was a choice between paying 30 bucks to see Black Widow at my house, that's cheaper than it would have cost me if I went to the movie theaters to see it by the time I paid for my yeah, tickets. I don't know if I'd do it. All that's going to do is that's just going to encourage pirating. People are going to say, fuck that. I'm not paying 30 bucks. I'll pirate it. And I think quite the opposite. What we've seen consistently is the easier and more accessible you make media, it decreases piracy. When Spotify came out, it had a significant cut on piracy because it was more convenient, even without paying for Spotify, to just use Spotify to listen to music and get an ad every once in a while than it was to look for this song, look for a torrent, get your VPN going. Mm -hmm. When Netflix came out with their streaming service and everything was on Netflix, yeah. it led to a huge decrease in piracy. So and then the when all the when all the services started pulling their content back and making their own and they put up barriers to people getting their content, that's when you saw piracy make a comeback. Well, what also brought it back is that for a while you had Netflix and you had a couple of services. So early we could go yeah, to a couple you of had services. You had Netflix for movies, you had Hulu, Hulu for, for TV. TV shows, and that was it. Yeah. And then everybody was like, hey, wait a minute. We can do a service too, and then like it got to a point where it's like, all right, now we're back to what it was like when we had cable, and and that's yeah. what I just said. It was now that you have this splintering of the content, you've put up barriers to get it. Yeah, like if if I want to watch The Office, I have to pay for Peacock. I'm yeah, not if I want to watch Discovery, I have to get the Paramount Network and yeah. watch all the Star Trek shows. And it's and like, like, man, yeah. I don't. I like, oh, but peacock's getting saved by the bell it's like i don't fucking yeah, care exactly i will say this though if peacock has 
all the old episodes of Law and Order, damn, that might make me consider it because I, I love I love me some Law and Order. Now Disney and Disney and Netflix and all these and Hulu and all these things, they have still have an advantage where they're coming out with original content. Like Netflix, mm-hmm. you stay on Netflix to see like. You know, stuff that you weren't, like, there's there's shows and stuff on there that you weren't expecting to see that are pretty good and stuff. Whereas, oh, it's Stranger Things. That yeah, was that's the, exactly. Stranger Things is a great example. So you keep Netflix to watch things like that or Hulu and stuff like that. But I, I'm I, not going to go and subscribe to the Paramount Network just to watch Star Trek Discovery. I'm terrible. You know? I keep Netflix to watch, like, the same like five or six World War II documentaries I watch all the time. Yeah, it doesn't surprise they're, me they're all like about my, you. They're like my go-to background noise. Whereas Disney at this point, Disney's going to have a leg up because Disney has the movie studios. They, they, they own the content. Mm-hmm. Plus, they also have the two big properties. They've got Star Wars and they've got Marvel. So now that the COVID stuff is kicking in, they're like, all right, well, this is now they're it's like you talked about. Not a lot of people want the movies, whereas Disney is course correcting, saying, all right, let's shift all of our attention here and let's do this. Right. And you're seeing the same thing happen. DC tried it with a DC network and it sucked. But oh, now they're going God. to HBO. So they're trying to do this HBO Max thing. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to have an outlet as well. But again, I go back to Disney. It's like, all right, the Mandalorian's over. Now we can throw some now we can throw some Disney, some Marvel stuff up there. And then when the Marvel stuff's done, now we can bounce back and put, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi up there. And then they've got reasons to keep the fan base to keep subscribing to the service to watch these shows. Yeah, I can, you know. We'll see we get like, I'll pay it for Disney, because Disney, Disney's got a good back catalog of stuff that's worth me paying for. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's a, it's, like, it's I'm a, not going to get... I'm, it boggles my... Like, I, I sit down in front of the Disney Plus, and, like, sometimes I'm overwhelmed with how much crap is actually on there. But that makes it... That's where the value comes in. Right. That's where you say, you know what, I understand why I'm paying this. Oh, my God. I, but, I like, gotta, Paramount, gotta, it's like, all right, Paramount, what do you got? Well, we got all the old Star Trek shows, and we got the next generation, and we got, and we also got Discovery. And it's like, but what else do you have? Because I can just go torrent Discovery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... It, it's most people who have seen every episode of... Most people who want to see Star Trek have seen every episode of Star Trek Correct, they want to yes. They're not going to want to pay. Like, they tried it with Stargate. Stargate yeah. tried to make its own streaming service, and it was, I think it lasted even less than the DC Universe did. Yeah. Well, the DC Universe, that, that, was a, that was a clusterfuck from the beginning. They were like, you know what? Marvel's doing it, so we can do it too. And we're going to have all of our comic books online and all the DC movies. It's a great concept, but I think that the company that they had running it for them was just dumb. It just did yeah. a lot of bad decisions. Like they put Swamp Thing on there, great show before it even before the second episode even aired. Like, nah, show's canceled. Right. It, like it's like really, you know, you know, because I was also a fan of uh, I watched Titans on that on the mm. DC Network. So the I don't o- know. We're gonna see what's gonna happen. I don't know. The, the other the other thing that really chaps my ass about streaming services is uh, I used to pay for Hulu, and I had paid for Hulu for a long time when it was. Oh, hey, if you pay for Hulu, if you pay like the $10 fee, you get no commercials and you get live TV episodes the next day they air. Yeah. Well, then after a few years, it was, well, now it's the the lower tier is it's only $8, but you get commercials. No. And, if, and if you pay Fuck the, that. oh, well, hold on, we're getting there. So like, but if you go to this $13 tier, 1299 you'll get no commercials except for on a couple of shows that even if you have that, you still have to watch commercials on. That's bullshit. Okay. Then 
it was, oh, and by the way, now we have Hulu Live. Hulu Live is $35 a month. And certain networks, you can only watch their shows if you have Hulu Live. See, now we're, that's what we're talking about. It's like, like so what when people are, did this is because they didn't want to pay a huge cable bill and they wanted to watch what they wanted to right. watch. Now we're right back at that again. Yeah. So, and the one show I watched on Hulu was uh, Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain. And it was, nope, to watch that, you have to have Hulu Live. You can't even watch back episodes of it. It isn't just the new episodes. If you want to watch any episodes of it, you have to have Hulu Live. And I literally rage quit Hulu. I like as soon as that happened, I went to my account. I went to cancel my account like four or five different times. They tried to talk me out of it. And it's like, unless you are going to give me Hulu Live for free, I'm not going to do it because this is ridiculous that you want me to pay thirty five dollars to have a show that I two weeks ago I could watch normally on this net on this thing. But now, because I pay for Spotify and I've paid for Spotify forever, I get Hulu free with my Spotify, the the low tier uh, yeah. the low tier subscription. <clears throat> and this morning or this afternoon after dinner, I was sitting at my kitchen table reading an article on my phone, and in the background I just hear we're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony, and in this cartoony, we're invading your TV. <laughs> and I look back, and my son is watching Tiny Toon Adventures on Hulu, and like I got choked up for a second. I'm like, I know that. That's my. So it's like I'm I'm the Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm like, Buster Buddy. <laughs> There's a name I haven't heard in quite some time. <sighs> Well, we've been renting for a bit here. Do you want to wrap it up and? Uh... Uh, you know we're at a we're at an hour and a half. I and we've we haven't gone off on tangents. I think we can. Oh, I've got a couple of tangents. Yeah, but they were all related to the topics. So totally go off on a tangent about uh, Fantastic Beasts Part Two, but I'll save that for another show. Save Johnny Depp. I guess they're not using him again. I guess they're he's not. out. Nope, he's out. Yeah, he's out. And the internet is not pleased. I can't say I am. Well, so so God, here, I really want to go on a rant. Okay, I really okay. we'll, want to. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk briefly about this because there's one fact I want to mention. The day after the election just happened to be the day that they announced that officially he was not going to be in uh, Johnny Depp was not going to be in Fantastic Beasts two. Three. So, th- was it three or two? Yeah, it's three. Three. It's three. It's so, three. I I enjoy going to Reddit. And like I only check like four subreddits, and one of them is our, or two of them are our funny and our memes. And I went there, and I expected. Oh my god, the whole page was full of memes yeah, for that. Yeah, I expected to get entire pages of nothing but sad Donald Trump memes. There was not a single one on there. Everything on Reddit that day was just save Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. and that kind of warmed my heart a little bit. That yeah. it's like. This yeah. is something the internet cares more about than the election. Yeah. Is like Johnny Depp. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I disagree with you. Yeah. I, I want to go into a rant about that movie, but I won't do it right now because there was so much. As I've stated, I am a Harry Potter fan. I It's like Harry the Harry Potter world for me is very much like Star Wars. Like, I, I, don't, need, I don't need to see another Harry Potter movie, but I would like to see stories in that world. I like that world. You know, and we've, we've, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but in fire conversations, we've talked about the fact that I, that's my favorite thing. 
I will find like when I see these worlds, I want to find out more about them. Well, that's why I loved the Watchmen series that mm-hmm. HBO did because it wasn't here's another story with all the characters you want. Mm-hmm. It's here's a new story with new characters that have to live in the fucked up world that was fucked up by the decisions of the people in the in the comic book. It's like when I told you to start watching Avatar. Like the Avatar of the Last Airbender world is a world that I very much enjoy. I watched that show with my kids, and now you've watched it as well. It's it's not necessarily just a kid's show. There's a lot of deep stuff in there that adults yeah. can watch and get to. And that the Avatar world is a very cool world. I would love to see other stories in that world. Right. And um, same thing with the Harry Potter world. So Fantastic Beast comes along. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's not Harry Potter. It's still stories that are told in that world in a different time period. I'm cool with that. I'll, I'll give this a shot. Fantastic Beasts wasn't that great, but I still enjoyed it. It was okay. It was a good, have fun popcorn movie. I enjoyed what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. And then the second one comes along. Oh man, I'm gonna do it. Here we go. <sighs> so, me and the don't, wife, don't worry. If if all else fails, we can cut this out to another episode. That's the problem. It's like I hate going in these rants because I'm afraid you're gonna cut the stuff out of the show. And I've like this is okay. This is, okay. All right. We'll save it then. Cause, okay. Because we're at we're at a good point where I can get probably an hour episode out right. of this and. That this would definitely be what was cut out to go to a different episode. All right, someday, folks, someday the the Fantastic someday his Beast prince 2, will come. Yeah, the Fantastic Beast two, me ranting about that movie, will that episode will come. I can't stop belching because I'm drinking this stuff. That's why I have these little micro belches coming out of the back but of my throat. It's so delicious. It is. This is really good. I I could drink another one of these dirty gnomes. Although it's not at this point, I've added stuff to it, but still. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let's wrap it up and call it good, and then we'll you know we'll jump back on this again in a couple of weeks. And with that, I'm John Patrick, and this is Rojan. Uh, do check out my other podcast. I almost never promote my show on here, but I've been promoting the other show on my show. Um, I have another podcast if you're unfamiliar with it called Project Archivist, where we talk about the wonderful, the weird, and the strange. Very different kind of show from this. Uh, if you found this podcast, you can find that podcast. Please do go give a listen. So you can, if you like, or if you want to find out more about the podcast. Uh, you can find us at oldnerdsdrinking.com. You can get in touch with us at oldnerdsdrinking at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at oldnerdsdrinking. Uh, you can find me on pretty much any social medias as at JohnPatrickMCP. And with that... Oh, yeah. Please do join the Facebook page. We have the Old Nerds Drinking Facebook page. Oh, yes. I'm very proud of our Facebook page. Old it's very Nerds. active. Great great people on there. And both myself and John are very accessible in that Facebook group. You know, you can talk to us there anytime you want to. We're always there. Come for the podcast. Stay for the memes. And with that... End of line. Over? Did you say Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. It ain't over now. So, what's the plan? Take car, go to Mum's, kill Phil, sorry, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. Might as well write them off. Let's close up the bridge. Let's get out of here. Close it up. Lights out. Where are you headed, cowboy? Nowhere special. Nowhere special. I always wanted to go there. We're going!
this first. Nothing to see here, please.